Alrighty, everybody. Good Saturday morning. Day before Super Bowl 58. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs. We've played 271 games this season, Wiz, and we have one more to go. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you as well. Uh, one more game left to <laughs> complete the season. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it may not have been the Super Bowl that people thought it was going to be <clears throat> as we uh, <clears throat> headed into the playoffs, but Kansas City uh, won a couple of those uh, tough road games to get there. Yeah, and I think, I think to be fair, um, and I would say when I kind of look back at this playoffs and and kind of how I viewed this, I definitely have a strong view about Baltimore this year. Uh, in getting to the Super Bowl, that didn't happen. We we talked about you know Lamar Jackson's shortfalls last last time uh, on the podcast, and I think that was very evident in the last time around. And at some point in time, that's going to be need, needed to be figured out. But we we are talking about the, the current best player in the game, and Patrick Mahomes. We are talking about the defending champions, uh, and you know until you dethrone the defending champions, uh, that's what it's about. And you know I think if you look at the Chiefs, they are on the cusp of you know kind of dynasty discussion. You know getting to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. If they win this Super Bowl, it'll be their third win in five years. You're talking about Andy Reid, but you know quite a legacy being built early on in his career uh, by Patrick Mahomes, a player, a player that you and I uh, both love a lot. Uh, but the Chiefs have done it a little differently this year, Wiz. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to call Patrick Mahomes a game manager, but uh, he their offense has, has had to run um, a little bit differently this year, uh, kind of matriculate them down the field um, more than the big plays that they've had in the past with Tyree Kill for most of those years. Uh, but look, they, they've gutted it out. They've won some tough, tough games. Uh, and, um, and, and here we are, but... Uh, We'll see what happens, and I, you know, I know a lot of people want to put Mahomes right into that uh, category of the greatest of all time, and uh, probably have to win a couple or more. But he he certainly is in that discussion uh, if he wins his game. I he's in the discussion if they don't win the game. Also, yeah, but I would agree with he's, that. He's 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 you know three Super Bowls by his you know before he's uh, thirty years old. Is, is pretty impressive. So we'll see how it plays out. So with that being said, um, the line hasn't really moved too much. Um, 49ers a two and 47 and a half. Um, with that being said, do you have a, a view on the side or total in this game? Yeah. As, as time is going on, um, I'm gaining more confidence in my view. And I, I, I am actually, I'm taking the chiefs in this game, getting two points. Uh, as you mentioned, it started at two and a half, went down to one for a brief moment, and it's sat at two the entire week. 47 and a half is the over-under. I'll discuss that part of it in a second because um, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of a lean in that direction as well. Um, but yeah, I just there's a lot of different factors here. I, I have some funny trivia st- stats uh, on top of it. But, you know, when I, when I look at this, I just... I, I struggled to bet, bet against Mahomes. I did bet the Chiefs in I, the Chief game in all three of their appearances thus far. Uh, last week I had Baltimore. I had the Chiefs against both the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, so yeah, I just I, I, I just think the Chiefs have now played. I think yeah, the Chiefs have played the San Francisco 49ers in Patrick Mahomes' career 
four times, including one time when Christian McCaffrey uh, was just starting out with the Niners. And actually, Brock Purdy came in in that game for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, Chiefs won that game in dominating fashion. But it's, a, it's like I said, different team. We talked about that already. But yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just as time has gone on, the fact that Mahomes is 4-0, I don't like what I've seen from the 49ers the past two weeks at home against two inferior coach teams and two inferior defenses. Um, and they struggled at home to beat both of those teams. I think in both of those instances was they were not the better team on the field, though they did pull out the victories. And as a result, uh, in, a, in a setting that the Chiefs are very familiar with because they play in, in Las Vegas, um, I'm taking the Chiefs getting two points. And your review on the total? Uh, yeah, 47 and a half is a total, and I, I'm leaning towards over. You know, we, we've dealt with a decent amount of challenging weather conditions. Uh, I, I did mention the defenses. The Chiefs have yet to allow over 27 points in a game. Uh, I think the Chief offense has been a little bit different in terms of the way they've been performing. They've had one dud, really, in the last six or seven weeks. Actually, they've covered six of the last seven weeks as well. The only dud they had was Christmas Day against the Raiders. Um, there's been a consistency in performance of late, uh, particularly in the playoffs with Kelsey uh, and Mahomes getting on the same page. Look, the Chiefs are going through three guys, right? It's Mahomes. Mahomes obviously getting the ball to his playmakers in Pacheco, Rice, and Kelsey. I don't see that playing out any differently. Um, if the 49ers defense does not wake up. And I actually do worry about the, this 49er offensive line, Wiz, is, doesn't have the same prowess as previous offensive lines in San Francisco, uh, especially on pass protection. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm leaning towards over in this game because the conditions and, you know, because the first 49er game in the playoffs, that was very rainy day, miserable. The Chiefs played in some difficult conditions in both Buffalo and when they were home against Miami. I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning slightly in taking the over in this particular game. I think many people are leaning under for the game. Was that's, uh, that's At least that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, so in terms of the total, I, I, I hear that, you know, about – you know, now the conditions will be ideal, and certainly Kansas City, um, two of the three games were really in, in, in terrible weather conditions, and the 49ers played their first game in really a, a driving rainstorm. Um, so I, I lean with the over as well, but I, I think I think I have a different view than you on the game. Uh you know, I've heard all of these numbers from the Kansas City defense and Steve Spagnola. Uh, they've not given up more than 27 points in a game. And But, you know, after really breaking it down, looking at the games, um, I think some of these numbers for Kansas City, similar to how I felt about the Eagles last year on defense for Kansas City, I think some of these numbers are artificial. Um, the two of the three playoff games, 50, it was like minus minus. 40, minus 50 degrees yep. against Miami. They were just not prepared. The game against the Bills, I mean, two of the quarters when the offense had the ball, you really couldn't throw the ball. You saw what what yep. the wind did to Tyler Bass's game-tying field goal at the end. It was just difficult to throw in two of those quarters. And their defense played terrific against the Ravens. I think a debate could be had about the game plan the Ravens had, but you can't take that away from Kansas City. But then I started looking at what they did in the last half of the season. Starting week 18, working my way back, 
against the Chiefs with Easton Stick at against the against the Chargers with Easton Stick as quarterback, against the Bengals with Browning as quarterback, against the against the Raiders which they lost the game with Aiden O'Connell quarterback. The game before that against the Patriots. I mean, the last time they played against an offense with a competent quarterback with an offense similar to what the 49ers run is Jordan Love threw the ball all over Kansas City near, I don't know, 270 yards and three touchdowns, and he they looked unstoppable in that game. So, look, I don't love the 49ers. Um, I don't like betting against Patrick Mahomes in these big games. And if this game was on a, a typical Sunday where there were 15 other games, you know, I, I may not play it, but it, considering it's, you know, the Super Bowl, I think that some of these numbers on the defensive side of the Kansas City are a little artificial. And I, I think the 49ers are sitting on an A game offensively, to your point, which they didn't play in either of those two playoff games. For all of those reasons, I think I'm going to take the 49ers and leave the two points in this game. All right. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you, and we talked about that last year um, in detail. Uh, before that Super Bowl, about the Eagle defense. So I think your points are very fair. I, I do think uh, Willie Gay is playing in this game, um, which is which is important, actually, for the, for the Chief defense. Uh, but, you know, again, you go back and look at that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to refute that. I've just, for me, my struggle has been, first of all, based on what you're saying, too, I think that what I'm talking about and taking the over also has some merit as well. But like I said, I've struggled with the way the 49ers played in their two home playoff games. I, I did not like what I saw from that team. And, and I, you know I'm a big Brock Purdy fan, so this is not about Brock Purdy. Quite frankly, this is, this is the, San Francisco, the San Francisco 49er defense, two first halves in a row have played absolutely terrible football. Guys taking plays off. You've seen the videos on Chase Young. Guy, people, there is all kinds of conspiracy theories talking about the, the defense has looked so bad that they are talking about scripted, not trying to attempt. There was a there was an Aaron Jones run in one of the games where I am talking about 49er defenders just waving at the player, not even attempting to tackle him. So the effort by the 49er defense in the two first halves against Green Bay and Detroit, has been absolutely miserable. And if you think you can play that way against Patrick Mahomes, lots of luck. But I'm not basing this again to your just in your in the conversation that we're having here. I'm not talking about it from San Francisco's offense perspective. I think their defense has looked like an utter mess the last two weeks. Yeah, and, and, and those and those plays cannot those players and those plays cannot be defended. <clears throat> and it wasn't just Chase; it was um, you know Nick Bosa as well. Really terrible lack of effort. It was uh, you know Mike Singletary used to have a saying about <clears throat> those type of plays. He would say, "I'd rather play with ten guys on defense than play with eleven with effort like that." Yep. Um, <clears throat> and 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 those those plays can't be defended. Uh, let let me ask feel... you a question: Was is this a type of thing where? Uh, so you don't have a tremendously high conviction, but is this maybe one of those games where you kind of want to watch how this game kind of gets started to kind of form a little bit of a different opinion? Yeah, I, I, I think I think the um, the story.
storyline that Kansas City is going to get out to the lead again, and the 49ers have gotten off slow. And can't, you know, I, I think that that could be a little exaggerated. I, yeah, I, think, no, I agree with that. I agree I, with that. I, I think and I expect the 49ers to come out. And, uh, you know, to your point, you know, if you see the 49ers, you know, get out to a lead in this game, I think it's a good sign. The problem with live wagering is, you know, you're laying two. Yep. If they get out to a lead, the line would change, and then you know I don't, I'm not sure how many points you really want to lay against Patrick Mahomes. My, my my view on the game is I'm not sure if it lends itself more to the 49ers or more to the over, <clears throat> but my my view on the game is these these defensive numbers for the Chiefs yep. I believe are artificially inflated, yep. and when you look at their season who they played, especially in the last half of the season. Look, I'm looking since they're in the bye week, after their bye week, they played probably one, two, three. You know, they they only played three or four games against competent offenses with competent quarterbacks, and they lost them all. They lost to the Eagles, they lost to the Packers, and they lost to the Bills. The last four games had no offense, their players were missing, especially their quarterbacks. Um, and, you know, so I, I'm just saying I think these numbers could be a I'm betting. Bad. I'm betting as we speak, Brett. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 just, I just bet the over in the game. You've, you've convinced me because I'm convinced about the effectiveness of the San Francisco 49er offense. I'm not convinced of the effectiveness of the defense at the moment. I'm yeah. convinced that you do not bet against Patrick Mahomes and the ideal conditions – and I, I do hear you. Your points are very valid, but based on what you're telling me, and I do think there's a lot of people that love the under in this game. I've heard that way more than anything else. Um, I, I, for me, the people that I've talked to, including a huge poll that I did among we did amongst clients, it was very split between the Chiefs and 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 uh, and 49ers for the game itself. But most people I've spoken to are kind of leaning the under. So you you have convinced me with your argument about whom they've faced. And I remember all of those games uh, that the over seems like the better bet, so I've bet the over. All right, I'm definitely going to play the over as well, and and the 49ers, and we'll see. I just feel like the 49ers are going to put up a pretty good number offensively, so either it'll be the 49ers winning, or if not, it'll take a decent amount of points for Kansas City, and the game will be over as well. So let's go to player props. Can I mention two? Can, can I do? Can I do mention two wacko stats though? Um, these are very yeah. wacky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so the 49ers did most of their Super Bowl victories in the '80s and '90s, right? So if we go back to 1994, and which is 30 years ago, uh, hard to believe. Um, eight times in the in that 30 year period was a team has traveled from the West to get to the Super Bowl, from the West to, to get to the Super Bowl, and from the East. To get to this going east and going west okay eight times that's happened in the last 30 years so in this year the chiefs are going west to las vegas the niners are going east to las vegas and in those eight in all eight of those instances uh well sorry in seven of the instances this will be the eighth the team that traveled from east to west has won the football game so that's one one silly stat no bearing on it right, that's uh, lending itself to uh yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs, what was the other one you had? The other one, this is the fourth time in Super Bowl history that two coaches will be going head-to-head after squaring off with each other before in another Super Bowl. 
Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Kyle Shanahan coached the 49ers, obviously, in 2020. And Andy Reid was the coach of the Chiefs. In the three previous times, the f- in each of the p- three previous times in the rematch, the team that won one again, right? The team that won one again. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know that one. And one, the other way, not necessarily the other way, but it's just a stat. When the 49ers are undefeated under Brock Purdy when he does not turn the ball over. So we'll see. Can I can I yeah, ask you a happens. question? If you are yeah. if you based on what you saw last, so we can agree in their last game, Brock Purdy won kind of won that game with his legs a bit, right? We would we would agree with that statement, right? Yeah, I mean the, the, his his I mean his legs, the fluke play off the Lions defensive back helmet into Ayuk's hands. Yep, yep. There were there were a couple of things, though, but certainly his legs were a key element of the game. Certainly. Right. So. Do you think, um, and, you know, again, I feel this player has not been given proper respect for his abilities. This is not to say that he's not surrounded with very good skill set players in McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Um, but, you know, you can't discount the fact that what he's done in terms of record and in terms of stats, like you look statistically at what he's done, just just tremendous and from a guy coming from the last pick in the NFL draft. That being said, you know, for whatever reason, some people don't want to give him proper proper accolades for, for his performance, but I, I think he's a fantastic NFL quarterback and well beyond a game manager. Um, but if you're Steve Spagnola, based on that, what you just brought up about turnovers, and, you know, we know he's a little bit of a shorter guy, right? Like, not, not a big guy, but he can beat you with his legs for sure. Is this a game where Spagnola turns up the heat because he certainly has the ability, or he kind of plays a little chest and kind of sees how things play out here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Kyle Shanahan is going to necessarily let Spagnola dictate the game against his play calling, but I will just say two stats that I know is that Spagnola really likes the blitz, and the Chiefs defense blitzes in the upper half of the league, and Brock Purdy has absolutely destroyed Correct. the blitz. So I think we'll, I think we'll see them mixing it up. But I, I think you know these are all great questions and all interesting things to see to see how they how how it how it plays out and this is a a young quarterback you know in a Super Bowl and um, you're never quite sure how it's going to turn out especially when um, he's going up against you know the the player that's considered the best player in football today and one of the best quarterbacks of all time so yeah and I'll, and I'll say this Wiz I, I didn't make a big bet on the on the Chiefs by the way and yeah. I, you know I'm looking forward to a hopefully a really good football game to finish out the season uh, but I will say this if you if I turned around at the end of uh, a Sunday night and the San Francisco 49ers are champions and Brock Purdy's the reason for it um, I've got nothing negative to say about that scenario I don't think that he should be if he loses the game, you know, I don't think he should be knocked down so many pegs. Um, you see how the game plays out and look, sometimes you lose because you don't play well and sometimes you lose even when you do play well and you're going up against a great great player and that is the case today, but I have a feeling the 49ers are offensively sitting on an A game tomorrow. So 
Well, that said, let's get the player props. Yep. And uh, let's start off with some novelty props. I'm going to give a couple that I like. You give a couple that you like or have played already before we get into the main ones. And two that I like is, is something that we discussed by accident. I brought it up in a chat, and then you said you liked it as well. Is uh, I like over two and a half players to throw a pass in this game tomorrow. And I, I just think there are, are a myriad of ways how this could go over. Um, I know McCaffrey can throw the ball. So I could see several of those pitches where he's running downhill and then maybe on the fifth or sixth one, he stops and he hits Kittle or Ayuk or Samuel on a pass. It doesn't have to be completed. It just has to be attempted. And then on the other side, I just know Andy Reid lets Mahomes and, 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 and Kelsey go into this science lab and cook up these crazy plays. And I think there is nothing more, obviously, for Travis Kelsey to win the game. But right below that would be him either throwing a touchdown pass or having a, a rushing touchdown. So I could see um, – I could I could see a pass being thrown by a Kelsey, um, in, in, especially when they get down inside like the five yard line where he goes under center, and I could just see him giving like an underhand flip to Pacheco or something like that, or even throwing one to Mahomes. So because both teams I feel have the capability, and of course I'm not taking consideration something odd happening like an injury or a blowout where another guy could get in there at quarterback. I'm talking about within the real dynamics of the game. I like at plus odds, I think it was when I put it in, it was maybe 165 plus 165 plus 170. I like over two and a half players to throw a pass in this game. And the other one I like is over three and a half Kansas city chiefs to get a rushing attempt. Uh, we know Mahomes <clears throat> will rush the ball, uh, you know, probably a few times. Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. But if you look what the Lions did to that San Francisco defense, one of the plays that worked every time was like kind of like a, a fake inside handoff, and they ran it wide. And I could just see one of those handoffs going to, you know, Scanling or Richie James uh, or Rasheed Rice. So – those are the two player props, novelty props, I should say, not player props, novelty props that I like. Over two and a half players to throw a pass and over three and a half Kansas City Chiefs to get a rushing attempt. Yeah, I like that. I like that rush one. I, we, we, I, I haven't been able to find that rush one. That's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, the, the, the one on Kansas City's three and a half and the one on, on the 49ers is four and a half. But the over, you're getting very, very strong odds. So um, so those are the two on, on those. So um, do you have any of yourself, and do you have a view on any of the, men, the two that I mentioned? Yeah, no, I, I, I really like the passing one. I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I've seen, I think I've seen uh, Kadarius Toney actually attempt to pass in a game. Kelsey, to me, was one of the most likely guys on the Kansas City side of it and on the, and Debo and, and McCaffrey, as you mentioned, on San Fran. So, yeah, that's the one... Wacko bet I, I really, really liked. Um, another one I was looking for on, because I use DraftKings, I, I was looking for the longest reception in this game uh, for a player, and I was trying to put it on that, put it on a particular player. Uh, I couldn't find it in DraftKings anyway, so I'll have to take a look at it to see if I can still find it. Uh, but instead, I just bet 
over for, um, for a particular player uh, based on my view of who's going to have the longest reception. Who is the player that you have uh, a view on? I, I, I look at what he did in the last game against the San Francisco 49ers uh, in a regular season game where he had three catches for 111 yards. I look at what he's done in the last couple of games and making some big plays. And I just and I bet on his uh, receiving line the last game, which was 16 and a half. It's moved up to 19 and a half. Uh, but I just think, you know, in these spots lately, uh, Patrick Mahomes is looking for another player, and Valdez Scantling is a guy that's been popping up and making the plays. So I took over 19 and a half receiving yards from Marcus Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that one. Um, so, did you have any novelty props uh, besides that? You know, we're nope. Ready to get into like the main stuff. Ready to get into the main stuff. Okay, so why don't you take us out? Tell us the ones that you, you know, kind of like, and then the, you know if there are any ones that you really feel. Uh, strongly about. Yeah, so it is very clear uh, directionally that the Kansas City Chiefs uh, realize the asset that Isaiah Pacheco is. Um, Now, the one thing I want to do be careful about is the fact that uh, they've utilized him in in colder weather games, but when when the line came out, it was 15 and a half, and that's when I bet it. It's up to 16 and a half. I'm talking about Isaiah Pacheco uh, rushing attempts, uh, but I do like it because this is this is a number that he's gone over for the last five games. Um, he's also scored a touchdown seven straight games. So I'm betting for Pacheco for an anytime touchdown, and I'm also betting for him to go over. It's currently 16 and a half. I'm okay with that. Um, just rushing attempts. I think this is a player, and especially given the fact that the 49ers have been susceptible against the run the last two t- games that they've played, both against the Green Bay Packers, where Aaron Jones kind of ate him up, and then last week where a bunch of different Lions were able to kind of grind out yards, particularly in the first half. So that's what I'm going with there. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk is a player that I've uh, kind of become enamored with, and the last time he played against the Kansas City Chiefs, he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. He had three catches for 39 yards. Uh, he caught two balls last week. Um I'm going over four and a half yards receiving for Kyle Juszczyk in this game. Was um, I do want to find a way to bet Travis Kelsey uh, in terms of receptions. Uh, I don't like the odds and juice that you're, that you're being given. I think you'll discuss this in a minute when you talk about parlays, but I think you got to utilize him. He'll be a big part of the game. But the one Travis Kelsey bet that I do, I looked at the game script the last three games. Travis Kelsey over under first quarter receiving yards is 15 and a half. Mahomes wants to get this guy going right away, and he's done that three games in a row. I'm taking over in the first quarter um, for uh, Travis Kelsey receiving yards. Uh, I'm also, I, I do think Debo Samuel, who is one of the most effective, Kansas City likes to play zone defense. He's one of the most effective receivers in the game against zone defenses. I think they're not using him in the run game a little bit to protect his shoulder, but I think he'll be very involved in the passing game. I'm going over 58 and a half yards receiving for Debo Samuel, his yards after catch prowess. We know about that. Uh, I'm also taking over 12 and a half yards rushing for Brock Purdy. We've discussed it, you know, last game. I, I thought the effectiveness there. So those are my prop bets that I'm playing with in this particular game. Yeah, I mean, so I think some of these, you know, let me talk about the ones that I like. Uh, I just think some of these lines are, are too low, especially regarding the 49ers uh, Brock Purdy and some of their pass catches. I, I just think <clears throat> 247 and a half yards passing for Brock Purdy. I just, 
I just think is is too low. And look, I may win or lose all of my bets going against what I think is a, a little bit of an overrated, statistically wise, overrated Kansas City <clears throat> defense. I want to play over two forty seven and a half. Brock Purdy. I, I think that line is that's low. I really would be surprised if he does not throw the ball close to three hundred yards in this game. Yeah, I think one of the things that's probably, uh, just if I can interject here, I think one of the things that people shy away from is he doesn't, you know, because of McCaffrey, right? McCaffrey's going to touch the ball probably, he's going to probably get, I don't know, anywhere from, I don't know, 17 to 22 carries in, in this football game. Um, but the fact is, the yard after catch, even though Purdy doesn't throw 35, 40 times a game frequently, but the big plays are there a lot for this team, so... Yeah, I, I like I like the two forty seven and a half over bet. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the McCaffrey touches, but he, he may catch four or five passes for sure. seventy eighty yards too in that game. Yeah. Um. So, and 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 Debo, I think, <clears throat> I think McDuffie, uh, I mean, Snead is going to be on Ayuk. Yep. <clears throat> and I think there's a real chance. I think that line is too low as well. I think that should be seventy. So you you you, you agreed with my think, you agreed with my take on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the over. Um, the the one pass catcher that line has the, whose line is just slowly incrementally have gone up has gone up almost every other day is George Kittle. That one is 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 approaching fifty yards, and that was started off in in the low forties, I believe, and it has just marched his way up. I think you know, Kittle and 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 Samuel, Debo Samuel, going to be used a lot in the passing game. So I like those guys over um, over receipt, you know, passing yards for for Purdy and over receiving yards certainly for Debo Samuel. Um, on the key, on the on the Kansas City side, I have a different view than you on Pacheco. I like the under. I, I have it. I played it at sixteen and a half. So I guess if he had sixteen carries, both of us can win the bet. But I, I just look at the game script, and I, he in the two games where the Chiefs were able to dominate time of possession, you know, he had big, big number in terms of carries. I think he had 15 carries in a game against Buffalo. I just think, again, it just goes back to the same point I keep having. I think San Francisco is going to be able to have time of possession in this game, have have long drives a few times in the game. So for game script, I think I'm leaning under Pacheco. But I'm going to give my best, my best um, prop play. I feel... This is a, the old slam dunk winner. Is I love under one and a half receptions. Justin Watson. This is similar to you know some of these prop plays I've been giving out in the, in the playoffs. And he, his snap count. He's only on the field for about half the snap counts for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mahomes is looking several different ways before he ends up on Watson. It's, it's like those plays he throws to Watson are deep passes uh, where he kind of like breaks containment. And I just feel at one and a half, I, I just feel I have to play the under in that one. He's not on the field that much. And uh, is, to, is Tony, is Tony, is Tony playing? I think Tony's going to be inactive. The way I'm looking at it on DraftKings, it appears that Richie James is going to be active, and I think they they're saying that Tony is going to be inactive. 
I'm not sure how much it is due to what he did on Instagram where he kind of bashed Kansas City uh, for not playing him. But my, my, my best play is under one and a half receptions. Justin Watson. Yeah, and I think I, I think you know, like like we talked about, um, I think Valdez Scantling has been the guy that's been looked at a little bit in the last few weeks. And I know McCole Harbin didn't play much last week, but he definitely got a lot of snaps in the previous couple of games. So yeah, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't mind the play at all. And and I know I've mentioned Noah Gray before, but Noah Gray's been on the field, you know, for a countless percentage of every one of these games. Was I mean, he, they're they're going that they're playing that personnel. With with frequency, uh, I'm just looking because I didn't look what he did last last week. Yeah, Noah Gray has been on the field. It was sixty percent in week twenty. It was fifty percent in week nineteen, and it was fifty eight percent last week. So they're going that they're playing two tight ends on the field with high uh, with high frequency. Yeah, and he's a good player, <clears throat> and Mahomes has trust in that player. He will throw it to him, and uh, <clears throat> we'll we'll see how it. Uh how it plays out, but I'm just against watching in this game. You know, just between snap count and the type of passes that get thrown to him, I just uh, feel good about that one, minus uh, under one and a half receptions. All right. Well, that's going to do it. That's our uh, that, that's our last foray into uh, wagering for, for this year. Uh, you know, we will get into a lot of different things, uh, including um, the – draft at some point in time uh, obviously the combine will be coming up uh free agency which will which will really pick up in the in the middle of uh march all the player all, all the coaching decisions have been made so you know those those eyes have dot, been dotted and t's have been crossed so uh, you know we look forward to starting to prepare for the 2024 season but uh, uh we look to put the cherry on the sunday uh for for what's been a very fun nfl season uh with a lot of twists and turns. So, Wiz, it's been, it's been a fun ride this season. Good luck on uh, all your wagers, and, and enjoy the game uh, tomorrow. Yeah, you as well. And uh, like you've been saying, uh, let's hope it's a good game. Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that, that's the one thing for football fans. Uh, we know there'll be a couple of additional eyeballs on it. You know, this uh, Taylor Swift fascination has certainly uh, swept the nation for sure. So uh, she's supposedly supposed to be there, fresh from her concert in Tokyo tonight. So anyway, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast has been uh, a very fun 2023 slash 2024 season. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, we've enjoyed the ride this year, and uh, we'll look forward to picking it up again uh, in the off season. You got it.